This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 1.3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus. That scripture clearly declares that because we have believed in Jesus, God has already blessed us with all of the spiritual blessings He's ever going to make available for us to claim. Yet, as Pastor Ray explains in this powerful four-day message entitled, Speaking About Yourself as God Speaks About You, many Christians struggle with this truth and live their whole lives always trying to overcome their past, as though they are cursed and trying to get blessed when God has declared that they are already blessed. Once we speak of ourselves like God speaks of us, we must next learn how to walk responsibly in that blessing, protecting it and always making the most of it, because nothing should hold back our blessings, except our refusal to simply accept and declare them. I want you to open to two uh, scripture references tonight, and I want you to go to Ephesians and uh, chapter 1, and then I want you to open up to the book of Psalms, the very first Psalm, and we're going to use that, and then there are a couple other scriptures that I'll uh, give you as we move along, but there's a few scriptures here tonight that I want to go over, and um, in the book of Ephesians, is everybody at the, in the book of Ephesians? Yes? Are you all here tonight? Is anybody, is anybody here tonight? <laughs> Amen. All right. Book of Ephesians. I want you to go to chapter 1, and I'm just going to take one verse out of uh, the book of Ephesians chapter 1, and that is verse number 3, and I love this verse, and it says, Blessed be the, Father, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen to these words. Who has blessed us, underline those words, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Man, that's powerful. So what you doing walking around, you know, talking about, you know, I might be blessed. Maybe I'm trying to get blessed. Maybe you'd be blessed. Be, let, wait, wait, hold on. Let's just back up here for a moment. The Bible says that you don't have to seek the blessing. You don't have to hunt for the blessing. You don't have to cry and beg and spit and fuss and fume for the blessing. It says that he has already blessed us. You see, one of the first things we're going to have to do as believers is get our mentality, our thinking, our minds renewed. Uh, we see, most of us see ourselves as cursed trying to get blessed because most of us are trying to come away from the thinking and the thought life and the, you know, the, some of the uh, residual effects of the life that we once lived before we came to know Jesus. How many people know what I'm talking about? One of the biggest struggles that we have in life is overcoming our past and the residual effects of the past. Thank God that when Jesus saved us, 
Thank God that when he died and bled and bled and died on that cross and suffered on that cross, that he not only took care of the sin issue, but he took care of all the effects of sin that would ever come against our life. Thank God that our lives are hidden in Christ now and that, that, that those things of the past are dead and forgotten. Anything that we have come to Christ with when we came to him is dead and buried and over. If any man be in Christ, he is a brand, brand, I said he is a brand new creation. Not going to be, he is a brand new creation. And now we, we, we know from the word of God that we are blessed. So instead of us walking around insecure and in feeling inferior and feeling, you know, somehow, you know, trying to find the blessing, we've got to change that mentality and get over into the, to what the word says about us and begin to declare that we are already blessed. That he has already blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ. So I'm not trying to get blessed. I'm not hoping to get blessed. I'm not seeking to get blessed. I am blessed. Say, I am blessed. You are the blessed because you are the redeemed of the Lord. When G, let me say it again. When Jesus died, all of the promises, all of the blessings, all of the hope of your future came upon you. You inherited it. You didn't deserve it. Did you hear what I said? You didn't deserve it. None of us deserve it. I heard one preacher say some time ago, and it blessed me, he said, the only thing we deserve is hell. Did you hear what I said? The only thing we deserve is hell. But because of the goodness because of the kindness, because of the love, because of the sovereignty of our God, because of the awesomeness of our God. He has, he has decided that for those of us who would accept Jesus, we would have all of the blessings of God invested in us that we, he would call us blessed already. Now, what we have to do is get this mentality and get this language and get this thought in our mind that we are already the blessed of the Lord because we are. Say, I am the blessed of the Lord. See, I'm not the cursed trying to get blessed. I am the blessed. If we would walk in the deeper understanding of the blessing mentality, if we would walk a little bit more uh, with the understanding of how blessed we are, I believe that more things would open up for us, that we would not struggle. We would not, you know, we would not, you know, be hunting and, and trying to force our way into some things. These things would just fall on us because we're already confessing it. We're already believing it. No one can talk me out of my, I am the blessed of the Lord. I don't care what you say. I don't care what the other person says. I don't care what somebody thinks about me or doesn't think about me. I don't even care what happens to me. I still remain the blessed of the Lord because the Bible says that he has already blessed me with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. This is one of the, one of the greatest benefits that we have as a believer, that we receive the blessing of God in our life. Isn't that awesome that we don't earn it? That we, even though we don't deserve it. I mean, you know, many of us have a, have a past. How many in this room have a past? No, only half the place raised their hand. That's pretty good. How many of us have a past? How many of us have a past to be embarrassed about? How many of us have a past that you know, you know, would not please God? <laughs> Praise God that none of that comes into the picture, into effect, but all of that is rendered ineffective. Uh, you know, all of that is just dead because when we came to accept Jesus, God put his blessing on us and he put his blessing in us. And now we are the blessed of the Lord. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so.
Come on. I said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So, so one of the things we, we want to talk about on this, on this scripture is that we ought to be claiming that every day of our lives. We ought to be saying that every day of our lives. You better get away from this, this nonsense talk about if it be God's will. You better know what God's will is. And you better know that it's God's will that you're blessed in every area of your life. You're blessed in your mind. You're blessed in your emotions. You're blessed in your body. You're blessed in your pocketbook. You better already know the blessing of God. Stop these praying. Well, if it be, thy, if it be God's will and, and putting the blame on God when, it, when really it's, it's the devil who comes to steal, kill, and cheat and take it away. We, we need to stand every day, whether you're a business owner or in your home or on your job or whatever, every day, and you declare, I am the blessed of blessings come to me because I am the blessed of the Lord. Blessings fall on me because God has already declared in his word that he has blessed me. He's not going to bless me. It's not blessing my God. He has, or are you looking at that verse? Underline it. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every, everybody say every, every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. That's right. Get them at that age to start saying, I'm blessed, man. Come on. I'm blessed. No curse here. No curse here because I'm the blessed of the Lord. When you, when you know and you live in, the, in, in this knowledge that you are the blessed of the Lord, you walk in a higher dimension of power. You walk in a higher dimension of authority. You walk in a higher dimension of prosperity in every sense of the word because you know, you see yourself, you know what God has invested in you. I think there's too much darn insecurity in the hearts of, of God's people. And this is why, you know, this is why sometimes, you know, we don't see the blessing because we're, we're, we're thinking like we're not worthy. Let, let me tell you something. Let's get it over. You're already, I'll, let me tell you right now. You're not worthy. So stop beating yourself with unworthiness. You're not worthy. Praise God that God made you worthy because he loves you that much. He said, even though you're unworthy because you're covered in my son's blood. Hallelujah. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Some of us act as if that blood is not effective. That blood is effective to this day, to the eradication, not just the covering, to the eradication, the finalization of sin and its effects once and for all. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now we stand as the blessed because we are the redeemed of God. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Say so. Come on, say so. I'm blessed. He has blessed us. He has blessed us. We've got to walk like the has been blessed. Already has been. It's already done. It's a settled issue. When you start to walk that way, the devil can't cheat you. I said the devil can't cheat you because you know the only, the only place where the enemy can cheat us is where we do not have knowledge. We are destroyed, the Bible says, for the lack of knowledge. So wherever we lack knowledge, that's where the enemy gains entrance into our life and he can cheat us. But when I walk in the realm and the knowledge that I am the blessed of the Lord, then blessing is going to come upon me, come upon my family, come upon my finances, come upon my mind, come upon my household, come upon everything. 
because I am the blessed of the Lord. I want to see you walk like the, be- the, the blessed, talk like the blessed of the Lord, act like the blessed of the Lord, pick up your head and straighten your shoulders up and you declare that you are the blessed of the Lord. Listen, we all have had a couple of hits in our life from the enemy. Anybody here get hit by the enemy any point in your walk with God? Hallelujah. Even though we've had a few hits, even though we've had a few things that the enemy has hurled against us, we still declare that we are the blessed of the Lord. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, this is how blessed you are. Some of us don't even realize how blessed we are. When the enemy comes in and steals or cheats or gets a hit in our life or does something, God loves us so much and wants us to know how blessed we are that he's even covered that. He's even covered that. He said, when the thief is caught, let me tell you what, one of the big issues in our life is we're going to have to lay the blame on the devil, not on God. There's too many things that have happened in the lives of Christians that get pinned, gets pinned on God. It's not God, God is not the source of your trouble. The devil is the source of your trouble because God has blessed you with every spiritual blessing in Christ. So once in a while when the enemy gains entrance and gives us a hit, and we've all had it. I don't think there's a Christian alive that hasn't been hit. It says when the thief is caught. In other words, listen, before the second part of that verse can come uh, into uh, reality for you or come to pass for you, you've got to do the, you have to identify identify the source of your trouble. When the thief is caught, when you identify him and put your finger on him, it says when he's caught, he must pay back seven times. He's got to give you back seven times, seven times what he has stolen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When he is found and when he is caught and when he is uncovered and when he is exposed, it says then seven times the blessing is coming back on you. I remember some years ago when we first started the church, we had borrowed some equipment, some sound equipment from someone who was so willing to, to lend it to the church. Since I've learned it's not good to borrow things. If you have anything borrowed, you better get rid of it. Get it back to its rightful owner because then you become responsible for it. And if it gets broken or it gets stolen or even if it's not your fault, you are responsible. I don't need any more responsibility. I will either do without, I will either own my own or do without until I can own it for myself. Can I get a better amen than that? But we had, uh, we had borrowed some equipment some time ago and um, uh, it was locked away in a closet and somehow somebody got into that closet and stole the equipment that was borrowed equipment. Hallelujah. And it was locked and there was only a few people that had a key, but everybody had a key, denied that they knew where it was. So what's a pastor to do, me oh my? Here I'm trying to build a church and I got to start accusing everybody with a key. I mean, you could have an exodus just like that. So I, you know, everybody was bummed out about it and the people, you know, with the keys and I didn't do it. I didn't do it and didn't want to get accused and everybody got all nervous and this whole shockwave went through the church. Somebody stole all this equipment. So we had to call the owner of the equipment and tell him it was stolen and we had to raise the money. At that time, we didn't have any money. But I'll tell you what, I just got fighting mad. I said, I'm the blessed of the Lord. Blessing is supposed to hunt me down and chase me down and run me over. Not curse. This is a curse from the enemy. But my Bible declares that the thief, when he is found, the thief who is stolen, when he is found, I identify you thief right now in the name of Jesus. 
I, this is not even, this is not even the person's fault. This is not even a human's fault. Let me tell you what, stop contending with humans. You, you wrestle not against flesh and blood. Come on, you wrestle not against flesh and blood. Ephesians chapter 6, you wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and demonic forces and uh, heaven, in heavenly places. This is what we're, it's the devil that's the source of your trouble, not God. You're blessed. Say, I'm blessed. I'm the blessed of the Lord. Now, all of you say, I am the blessed of the Lord. So I got fighting, spitting mad, and I declared in the name of Jesus that this was, the, this was the paw print of the enemy, and he has set against us, and he is trying to throw a wrench in the works. Hallelujah. And we got the whole church together, and we just started declaring that promise that the thief must pay back seven times. Well, you know, time went on, and little by little by little, let me tell you what, the devil not only paid back seven times, but I'm going to tell you what, Seven times, seven times, seven times, seven. We got all our needs met. We had excess. We had, we had even better equipment, 10 times, 100 times better than what the enemy had stolen. And God supernaturally brought it in through people, money. However, it just comes back on you. Don't worry about how it's going to come. Just begin to declare that I'm blessed and the thief must pay back. How it, whether it comes this way or that way or that way. Whether it comes in all, all in one shot or if it comes in little drips and drips, who cares? The fact is the thief must pay back seven times. Hallelujah. Put your hands together and give him the praise and the glory. I'm the blessed of the Lord. I'm the, I walk in God's blessings. We should be walking in God's blessings. See, anybody wants to get upset with you because you're blessed, just, you know, tell them, take it up with God. Don't get mad at me. My Bible says that he has already blessed me. If, I, if I'm walking in the blessing, you ought to be excited. You ought to, you ought to take lessons. Don't take offense. Take lessons and say, man, I want to walk in that blessing because, you know, this is, this is good. I want, how many of you want to be blessed? How many of you want to, you know, I shouldn't say be blessed because we are blessed, but how many of you want to walk in the fullness of those blessings? Amen. So, so take lessons, don't take, or take learning, take some education, don't take offense. Let's go over to Psalm chapter 1, the book of Psalms. And uh, we have a few scriptures here. I want to talk about five key Bible verses or five keys to walking in the fullness of the blessing that God has already appropriated for us. Because sometimes there are things in our lives that we do that undermine the blessing that God has already established in our lives. How many of you would agree with me? Often there are things that we are responsible for in our lives that we are doing or sometimes omitting that's really, you know, uh, causing that blessing to be non-effective in our life even though we are the blessed, even though God has already done it. It's sort of like faith, you know. It says that the, the promises of God are already yes and amen. How come not everybody is walking in those promises? How come not everybody is receiving the benefits and the fullness of those promises? Well, because we understand that even though the promise is given, we must possess it. God, in other words, you see what it is, is that God wants our involvement with him. God wants us to be involved in this process. So even though he has blessed us, even though the blessing is in us and should be accessed and we ought to be walking in this blessing that God has freely given to every one of us in every era of our lives. 
Sometimes there are things that we need to be careful of in our lives that we may be omitting or we may be ignorant of or we may not, you know, maybe we, we, we do know it and, and we're just not doing it because of whatever it is, rebellion or some other thing in our life. So we've got to be really, really mindful because the Bible talks about, about this as it relates to blessing. So here in the book of Psalms, and I think that this is an excellent um, place to start, in Psalm number one, it says, blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. Now, now, if we are the blessed, then this ought to get our attention. Blessed is the man. Every one of us who is blessed ought to remain walking in the blessing or, or remain a blessed man. Amen? Let's not come out of being blessed. So it says here, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Uh, these first verses right here teach us something about if we're going to keep that blessing operating in our life the way God has given it to us, that we're going to have to be really, really careful about the company we keep. Do you know that you can have people around you that will actually mess up the blessing of God in your life? You hang out with the wrong people long enough, and I'm going to tell you what, you're going to find your life cursed and not blessed, even though all the while God has already blessed you and purposes for you to be blessed and to walk in the fullness of his blessing. Here's a verse. It's found in the Old Testament. It's found in the New Testament. It says, bad company corrupts good character. Bad, bad company, the wrong people in your life can actually corrupt, uproot, destroy, dismantle the blessing that God has already fixed in your life and purposes for you and I to walk in every day of our lives. That's why Psalms, the book of Psalms in chapter 1 gives us an insight here. It says, blessed, blessed is the man. The man who walks this way is the man who will walk in God's blessing. He says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Don't be listening to, to everything your friends have to say that are not serving God, or even worse than that, the ones who are serving God and have a bad attitude. You got to be really careful who you surround yourself with. You got to be careful of what you're listening to and who you are allowing into your life. What you have to see is that you and I every day are striving or ought to be striving to protect the blessing and the blessed position that God has placed us in. Because there are things that can erode away, eat away, chew away, destroy that blessing that God has fixed in our, in our lives. That's why he says here, he says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of, listen, if you hang out with the ungodly and you listen to the ungodly and you start taking counsel from the ungodly, some of us would rather get counsel from somebody out in the world who doesn't know God, doesn't serve God, than we would from their pastor or from another Christian, or from an elder in a church, or someone who, who, who they know loves God. And the reason usually is that we run from the church and we run from the godly council because we know what they're going to say and we don't want to hear it. You don't know how many people have come to me, you know, after getting themselves into a mess and come back and says, Pastor, I should have talked to you a long time ago. I didn't because I knew what you were going to say to me. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> well, I'm glad you learned. Hallelujah. You see, because most of us already know what's good for us and we don't want to hear what's good for us. We want to, we want to get counsel from someone that's good. Did you, ever, did you ever get around people? And I, I've ministered to people like they'll go hither and yon. They'll go from pillar to post. They'll go all over to try to find people 
who will agree with their position. I don't want people to agree with my, that are speaking into my, to agree with my position. I want godly counsel. I want to know what the word of God says. I want to know what thus saith the Lord about this. I don't need someone to agree with me when I'm wrong. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.